I don't know if a dog is really going to cure what's wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with a looky. I'm going to take this penthouse home. That's a free penthouse. I, I was erratic today. I was erratic. Yeah, let's get this show on the road. from the darkness catching things and eating them their insides like indecision to call you oh you actually know the lyrics and hear your voice of trees on <laughs> that's how oh, he talks trees on um i love will that. you come home and stop this pain tonight and stop this pain tonight. <laughs> hello, hello. No, nah, we need to start this again. I don't like this. This I don't like it. I feel like with messy start. How do you not know how to start the podcast anymore? I, I don't know. It's just completely I, gone I've been out getting the psyched out. And now Should I don't know if you actually want me to restart it or if it's a <laughs> fake restart. Because nothing you say means everything. It's all for performance. I know. Okay, let's just keep going. Okay. Uh, yeah, so welcome to The Resentment List. This is your host, Naomi, and my co-host, Ben. We're siblings with hang-ups. And we've just had a lovely morning. We went to the ocean, yeah. had a little dip. Then we went to Satchmo for a bagel and coffee, which was lovely. And now we're recording, and I've suddenly got really self-conscious about starting the podcast. I don't know why, but... Can but I say one thing, though, what? about the morning? I realise that I, I can't take you anywhere. Okay, here we go. I can't go out with we, you. Uh, we knew that this was going to happen. We knew <laughs> no, that then... No, it's fine. It was a lovely morning. No, but there's always something like, can we just have one episode? It's really embarrassing for you because everyone just thinks that I'm like the victim and you're... Oh, I don't think that. No, they <laughs> do. I don't think that. They do. Because what about the last episode when you were shitting on me saying I'm uncool, I'm a dad, I'm irrelevant, I'm old, I'm a piece of shit. You <laughs> went hard on me last episode. Yeah, okay. Well, all right. Um, just the only me. thing I want to say is, and we did have a nice morning. We talked about Kanye. Everyone at the beach was trying to overhear us because our opinions were so Which interesting. Which is so good. But, but we pretty much spoke about everything that I wanted to on the podcast. So now we have nothing left. Yeah. But the one thing I did notice at the cafe is, and this is a real problem for you. Don't, can you is this going to give me a bad reputation like your last, like the last episode? No, it's just the only thing is you, you're very distracted. Whenever we eat at a oh, cafe, you're You've always... Said this before. You've said, you know that you did this resentment like way, way back. Okay, okay, move on, move no, on. No, 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 do it again. Tell me, tell no, me. No, I don't want to No, repeat. you did it last time you did it. You asked, I remember, I remember one episode you said that I'm distracted and that I am not in the present and I'm just looking at everyone. Well, you are distracted. So can you speak to that? Well, towards the end, I was distracted because I wanted to say hi to someone and I was freaking out about saying hi. Because I get freaked out. We've already spoken about that as well. I get freaked out by saying hi. And there's a lot of times that I avoid saying hi. And then I get I go through a shame spiral after if I don't say hi. Yeah. So I'm trying this new thing. It's just like hard because I know that the person probably doesn't give a fuck if I say hi or not. And they're probably hoping no one says hi to them. Mm. But at the same time, if I don't say hi... Like, it's just weird. It's, I don't know. I just, saying hi stresses me out. It stresses me out way more than it should. And that was why I was distracted towards the end. I thought I was in the present with you for the whole other the time. The thing is, you you sat on the booth, which I've realized I just can't let you sit on the booth because when you're in the booth, you're looking at everyone and you're like, what's this guy about? What's this lady doing? Like, you're very, 
Your very curiosity killed the cat. That's yeah, you stole that from your, me today. That's what I said. That's your new phrase. Yeah. I like, like it. Well, yeah, it was cute, wasn't it? Yeah. I didn't know. Like, I've never heard. I, I know the saying is like an old saying, but the way that I said it, I was like, oh, that sounded really cute. So now you've taken it. By the way, I've never, I've never seen curiosity killing a cat. It's usually a car. Yeah, but th- isn't it nice that I'm observant? I was looking at all the Gen Zers, seeing what was going yeah, on with the Gen Zers. You're really obsessed with Gen Z. You're just holding on to that generation with claw marks, aren't you? Yeah, I love, I love them. They're yeah. so cool. Even though you don't know how to use Google Maps, you think you're really, you're really in the new. No, generation. I know that I'm not in, but I just look at them with like reverence. Like I just think, what's going on with you guys? Like I love seeing what they're wearing. I love like last night we went out for dinner and there was all these Gen Zers and. Just what they were wearing was so... I would never wear it, but... Um, I don't know. Sorry, I'm just having There's flashbacks. a lot of midriff. They love the midriff. They love midriff and, like... It was very euphoria. It was very euphoria. Like, very pastel bright colours and, like, lycra stuff. And it was just... You've got to have a good body for this Gen X style. Well, a sp- that specific Gen Z... Sorry, Gen Z style. There's different styles, but, like, this one that I saw last night was very euphoria... Maddie Euphoria vibe. We're well, talking about Euphoria. Should we should we talk about that final? Because I, I just want to say one thing about it. I don't want to go into it. We already talked about Euphoria, but one thing I want to say. We can talk about it again. I think I think everyone can agree with me here. That fucking guy singing that song to Rue was brutal. It was that was bad. so it was bad. bad. I was like, when I you know I like just started googling stuff. It yeah, went for yeah. so long that I just disassociated and started googling while he was singing what? i was like why why are you doing this like it was so bad uh, like that i'm actually really disappointed because the second season started off strong and i was i was so excited for it and then it just petered out and it just was very disappointing yeah well the thing it was really funny like that because that because he sung that song for like five minutes so me and richard were sitting there and after a minute we're like oh that's a nice song that's a nice <laughs> moment and then two minutes passed and we we're like I think it's going to wrap up now. Yeah, <laughs> and then another minute passes and we're like, this girl has just been out of rehab. Cut her a break. <laughs> He's going to drive really her bizarre. back to the bloody crack pipe but with appara- this song. <laughs> she wasn't on crack, but anyway. <laughs> but you know what Why? What really stressed me out about that song? Well, not what? stressed out, but I found out that it, he was meant to play the trumpet or something and like he forgot the trumpet. <laughs> I don't know. There's some story about a trumpet. <laughs> and so mean? then they had to like quickly... Uh, they had to quickly write a song. Like they just wrote it in a, like a, an hour or something. And you can tell. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that guy, I mean, he's a musician, I think, mm. that actor. Mm. So I was like, when he first started playing, I was like, you know, any every time he was playing guitar in a scene, I was like, this guy's actually a pretty good guitarist. Like the way he plays, he's you know, like some Elliot Smith kind of vibe. He was okay. But then he played that song and it sounded like some fucking Snow Patrol or something. It yeah, was awful. it was strange. That whole finale was disappointing, I think. I, I was disappointed by it. I think it just went... It just went all over the place. Like, it just, it was like, I don't know. It's like what you said. You said something at the beach. It was so true. It was like, they've nailed, they've nailed the series so well and they've got such good feedback and their artistic vision has a lot of merit that they almost, it almost felt like they're like, oh, we can do whatever the fuck we want now. And it's like, no, no, you can't. You've just messed up the season. Well, every show does it now. Like, every show, they get so... I don't know, it's like this like prestige thing with television now. Because do you remember, were you with me when we watched Broad City and it was like the fourth season and they did like an animated episode and we're like, what the oh, fuck yeah, is this yeah, now? Yeah, like yeah. every show has to have yeah. their like but special... But that was kind of It was cool. kind of cool. 
But yeah. they can't just have a good storyline. They've got to do some fucking song act. I know. But you know that it's funny, like, because I've been watching so much TV for the last few years and I've been trained by Tristan. Like, Tristan has trained me. Um, and he... So, we were watching this... Sh- we've been watching... We got a, a lot of recommendations to watch Ozark. And, yeah. Um, don't... Not great. Not great. Like, you know those shows that you know that they're writing for a certain demographic and that a certain demographic is going to find it really enthralling. Mm. So it's like there's, it's got all the things that you want in a good show, but there seemingly is like three writers in that show. One of them's really good. Yeah. One of them is batshit crazy and just writes things that wouldn't happen, like would never happen in real life. Doesn't make any sense for the characters involved. uh, Is borderline fantastical. And then, then there's a third writer that's like, all right, guys, like, let, let's, just, let's just bring it in, br- bring it in, bring it in. And it's like, so you don't ever know which writer's on. And so, like, there'll be some episodes where you're like, that was actually really good writing. If the whole show was that, it would be fine. Yeah. And then there's episodes where it's like, you, it, it's just gone completely bonkers and you have no idea what's going on. So, you're kind of trying to navigate three points of view and it's like one writer goes home randomly. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, he's gone home sick. Oh, I'll take in the rain. And then like, the other writer's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's like, it's just so bizarre. But it's good enough to keep watching and almost fascinating to see what is going to happen. Because when you sit back, if you look at it critically, like if you watch the show critically, I said to Tristan, I was like, you know, Stephen King, we, re- we read this book that Stephen King about like how to write novels or something. And it was like, to become a better writer, you need to read a variety of books, good and bad. And I said to Tristan, this is actually really helping me because it's not good. It's not great television. So I watch it thinking all of the things that you shouldn't do. Yeah, that's pretty good. But we're in the second season and we watch an episode every night. So it's like, it can't be that bad. There are some good things. It's and you, But it's like, it's kind of a Breaking Bad-esque, like, oh, normal family, but then they've gone bad and it's like... Yeah, I think I've had enough with that. Mm. Enough with the whole drug thing. But the other thing I was thinking when you were speaking is like, don't you ever just wish there's some people that like, especially like the Marvel movies and stuff. Mm. I have friends that just... Every movie they go to, they just like, it was fucking sick. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah. I wish I was like no, that. No, but they're the kind of people that are like, live life, love life. Like, they're the kind of people that say YOLO. Like, they're the kind of people that just have a lust for life. They get up and they can't wait to seize the day. Like, they're yeah. the kind of people. They don't see... I want to be those people. Yeah. Like, I want to be the seize the day. Like, they're... Yeah, I... I look at them and I'm just like, you, life must be amazing. There's nothing wrong with anything. Yeah, I wish I could do it. Yeah. But we just, we just can't. Remember, just yeah, I remember you said once they that you would, <laughs> one day you said, yeah, yeah, the kind of people that just go to, what's that festival in America called? Um, Burning Man. <laughs> yeah, 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 they just love it. <laughs> they just love it. They just go to Burning Man and they have like the best time. Yeah. They have no anxiety. Uh, something really funny happened to me the other day. Yeah. I just, I don't know why, but I had to, I, I hope it is f- as funny to you as it is to me. But I was, there's this this film that I saw and it's not that great. Like, I think if you saw the film, you'd be like, what do you love about this film so much? But it's my favourite film. Yeah. It's called Take This Waltz. And it's about, it's got um, Michelle Williams in it and Seth Rogen. 
I know that film because I have a I have a photographic memory of every film where an actress has been nude, and um, don't, isn't <laughs> don't okay. Sarah Silverman? You're a creep. <laughs> Sarah, You're a creep. No, <laughs> Sarah Silverman have a nude yes. scene in that movie. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen the movie, but I've I've seen the scene. <laughs> it's sort of it's a shameful thing to admit to. <laughs> I'm really shocked. Why? Because I just thought because you were you a nice get, guy. How do you know curious. when... She's no, I'm curious about nudity. And what, it's so not, what the fuck? So why not, did you... How do you know that Sarah Silverman was I nudity? just heard about it. And then I heard... See, I see. I know a lot. I, I like seeing... I, this, there's I like no seeing good way to say it. But it's not a sexual thing because I... Remember, I was obsessed with um, Liam Neeson's penis. <laughs> <laughs> For a little bit. He's got a big schlong, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, oh, he's got a big donger. He's got a... Because there's this gif online and it oh, says... Oh, you it, sent it to me Yeah, I showed you. It's called um, Liam Neeson's Pendulous Dong. And it's just him oh, running... It. It's a movie he shot where he was naked and he's running through the rain and his penis is just like... It's so long that it slowly moves yeah. back and forth. Amazing. Like it's like the Big Ben. Like Amazing. it's just like back and forth. I love it. So I think I'm just a fan of nudity in general. It's regardless of gender. I love a big dick. I, do you know what I want to say to you? This is actually funny. I've actually got material this time and this is the perfect segue. I'll get back to take this was, but let's just do a deviation. Mm. So I have a question for you. Yeah. As a straight male, yeah. you're a straight male. I'm a straight woman. Well, I, we're, I think I'm pansexual in some ways, but I think I am sex because I've been having a lot of fantasies about men lately. But one thing I want to know, ask, is for men. Yeah. Camel toes. Yeah. If you see a camel toe coming towards you, so yeah. there's a yeah, there's a nice looking gal, yeah, and she's got bike shorts, which is all the rage or was all the rage, yeah, and there's a perfect out. This is so creepy, but perfect outline of her vag, yeah. Is that erotic to you to men? Like, do you look at that and go, mmm, camel toe? Do you go, mmm, vagina? Like, do you have a good look at it? Yeah. So is that is that sexual for a man yeah, to see? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the camel toe. Ew. Okay, so because <laughs> there's so no that, good way to say anything. Is there a confirmed um, that you like to see a bit of vag? Look, I think this is. See, this. I'm is, asking this because for me, I love a bulge. Like I love. I live for bulge. Nothing wrong with the so bulge. So I wanted to know. I saw a camel toe the other day, and I looked at it. And I go, wow, I can see her vagina like clear as day. Look, I think it's different for everyone. There's lots of men who are repulsed by vaginas for some reason mm. have you ever been around yeah. that there's like a weird thing there where i'm like but you're straight but you're but i don't get it but for me um i love anything this is creepy i love any kind of easter egg you know Ew! like, a, <laughs> what does that like even a, mean? an easter egg's like a thing in a show where it like is a reference to something else or yeah, it's like yeah, foreshadowing yeah. so i love that you're just like there's a little you're, foreshadowing. you're out and about you get a little bonus like you get like a bonus like there's badge. a little there's like there's a there's a bonus badge a or there's egg. like a, there's like a no bra situation yeah, it's just I like the no sorry but i have to say and men i shouldn't say men everyone who's attracted to women is gonna is going to not like this but put the brow on like let's put the brow on no, I, there's just time. no i just eve like there's just people that can quote unquote get away with no bra like the small boob folk like the kendall jenner folk mm. um but then like they come and it's like their titties are right in your face and their nipples are out and i just find it obscene 
Yeah, I mean, everyone has their line. Like, I mean, to me, I find it obscene. And I know there's the free the nipple and women should do whatever and burn the bra. But for some reason, whenever I see a woman with no bra on and I have to look at her and her 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 bra, her boobs are flapping around. I don't have a bra on right now, but I'm at home. Her boobs are flapping around the breeze. It's like, I don't want to see it. But I don't think it's anti-feminist or body shaming to, to just have your preferences. Yeah. And I think for me, I have that preference of like, we're at the beach today and I just, I could do without the the G-string bikini. Oh, really? I, I just don't need it. But, but don't you, but don't you like to get eroticized by it? I do get eroticized, but I'm kind of just like. It's too much. I can do this at home. Like I can, I can look that up on the internet. I don't, yeah. I don't need to, like sometimes I just want to be able to go to the beach. I don't, because man, because men's sexuality is so rampant. That I don't. I just want to sometimes live my life without being clubbed over the head with, with my horniness. Ew! It's just so disgusting to me. Yeah. That like men will just see a flash of ass and get horny. Not horny, horny, but you get it's it's your like brain is trained to to um I don't know be alerted to Ew, the fact. That's disgusting. Yeah, let's move on. This um, is dicey territory. Yeah. Well, I do love a bulge, but um. That was my question I wanted to know. Okay, let's go back to Take This Waltz. So I love this movie called Take This Waltz and I love it because it's all about the ambiguity of long-term relationship and not feeling satisfied and what happens when you leave a relationship mm-hmm. and go to another one. Like, And Sarah Silverman, Silverman's in it and she says, you know, life just has gaps in it. Uh, you don't go crazy trying to fill it. And I just love it and yeah. I love it for several reasons. But... And I always think back at it and there's and it's really inspired me to there's some writing that I want to do and it's inspired by that kind not that movie but that kind of story about you know there's no happy endings and it's just like kind of you know not everyone would love it like there's really not that much plot in it. Yeah. But anyway, so I was the other day I was on YouTube and I was like cuz I had the DVD from uh Bali and I never bought the real DVD and the DVD from Bali remember we tried to watch it yeah. down when we went down south yeah. and it wouldn't work so sometimes when I'm feeling a certain way I go on YouTube and look at the trailer to be like oh I love that movie so I went on YouTube to look at the trailer and then I started reading the comments and I'm reading the comments and I I'm like, oh, that's a good comment. Yep, yep. And I come across a comment from someone. I ha- I'm trying to get the thing. Yeah, but you're oh, still going to talk in a moment. Oh, mind. okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hang on. Now, I had it all up, but now I can't find it. Scrape it. <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Okay, so I was on there. And I'm reading the comments. And I come across this comment. And it says, I'm going to read it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I love these comments. What, 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 what? Just like internet comment, like YouTube comments are just the funniest shit. So I'm reading and there's one that says, you know, this movie is not really about cheating. It all comes down to that simple life line. Life has a gap in it. And there's another one saying, I never forgot the new things get old too, quote. And then I come across this comment and it says, this movie was way underrated. I'll never forget it. Life has gaps in it. It just does. You don't go crazy trying to fill it. And I just went, oh, yeah, that's so, yeah, that's so true. And I liked the comment. And then I looked at the photo and I was like, hang on, that's me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so oh I've my gone, God. I've gone to the video. I've gone back through the comments. I've found a comment and gone, wow, that comment really resonates with me. I liked the comment <laughs> and realised it was me because eight months ago. It. 
It's not even years ago. It was eight months ago. So I actually had done the exact same thing that I had done is go and watch the trailer. Felt really like, oh, I love this movie. I'd commented on it. Forgotten I'd done it. Eight months later, went through the comments and really connected with my own fucking comment. And one of the reasons I didn't know it was me is because I've recently changed my... um, my uh, handle on there because yeah. I started I went this is another story as I started randomly like I started becoming a YouTube commenter and I got freaked out oh, no. that people would be able to track me so yeah. I changed my handle and so I didn't know it was me and then it's just so funny I was just like laughing I was like why like that's so sad that is just so sad that I'm like oh yeah I really relate to that it's me but it's weird because like your comment is not that different from the other comments why was it that one that you're like Wow, that's really well put. <laughs> well, because they she she slash me, because it used the same quote that I, my favorite quote in it, and that I said that it was underrated. Yeah. Okay. Like it just everything that I thought, like I think about that movie, it said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, because it was me. <laughs> yeah. But it's just so sad. I thought that was funny. I had yeah. to share it. Yeah, that is uh, weird. I've been dying to share it. It was just such a funny moment. I was so embarrassed, but also so... I was like, oh my God. What but the there's fuck? a kind of sadness to that is like... um. I don't know if you feel this way, but I just kind of feel like I don't really do anything new anymore. Yeah, like You're just yeah. kind of in circles. Yeah. Like you just watch take this waltz and then eight months later you just want to watch it again. Yeah, and I just watch the video and then just like go through the comments. It's like... Everything, it felt so such like a new experience to me, but really every eight months I do it and I think about it. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I, um, oh, and I've also got another story actually. Yeah, tell Before me. you go into your, um, so you know how you fucking hate my furniture? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Queen of drive-by, queen of drive-by. <laughs> So I, um, so I went on a bit of an adventure. So the other week I decided on the Friday, I was like, I'm getting, I'm getting, someone sent, sent me a photo of this dining table yeah. and it was this mid-century dining table. And I thought, okay, I'm going to get it. Even though I had no time to get it, I was like, no, nah, fuck it, I'm getting it. So I hired a ute, my dream come true. Yeah. I hired a ute. Yeah. Uh, and I drove to Rockingham to get this table from wow. this person and I picked up mum in my ute how much did the ute cost to hire 90 bucks jeez you're really putting putting some money into this venture what you? do you mean it's a lot of money to pay for a daily hire is it I mean no but it was 24 hours yeah okay all right well how much does it usually cost to get a ute I mean you, you could have just borrowed one who from I don't know. Someone's got a ute. Yeah, I know, but I don't like asking people for favours. Yeah, okay, go on. Like, because I don't have anything to offer. So, it's like, who am I going to ask? Or can I borrow you? It's like, I don't know. Like, who? I don't know all these people. Like, I know. I think I do actually know people with utes. But, like, it's just so awkward. I just don't, like, ask, like, ring them up. Oh, I want to book it. Can I borrow you? It's like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, who would you ask for a ute? Yeah, I've got plenty of people I'd ask for a ute. Really? Who? Because people just offer. No one's ever offered to you. They're just like, oh, you need some help moving. Well, after I took the one of my friends from work was like, oh, my partner has a you just borrow theirs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. What? Just do you just put it out into the world and people give you youths? Um, no. If ah, uh, I don't know. Normal just people. Go, I don't normal know. people hire youths. It's just a lot to pay. Is it? Yeah. 
$90. $90 is a lot for a ute. Is it? You could have got a cheaper deal than that. Oh, but I did it the day. I hired it the day of. Which kaya services you use? Uh, no birds. Yeah, big, big, big mistake. Why? I've hired from them before. It was fine. No, nah, it's expensive. you got to use Myri car hire. Oh, here we go. Why? They're the best. They're cheap. How cheap are they? That you'd probably be able to get a ute for 70. So for the person that said to me that to save $20, get going to the shops in Perth uh, rather than going to the shops down south because it's $20. You're telling me that I'm going to all get a bus or train or Uber to Myrie Ute to save $20 on the Ute. Is that what you're saying to me right now? I'm not I'm not consistent. Okay. I'm not a consistent okay. person. Let's just let's all just soak that in and let's note that for next time. For someone that doesn't, um, you know, not worried about money, you know, like just does flies by the seat of his pants. It's the principle of the thing. Anyway, so I hired a ute. What what else am I going to do? I already asked. I can't ask anyone. Okay, go on. What are you doing with the ute? So I went to this, I went to pick up this fucking table. Yeah. I won't tell you how much the table cost. Oh, God. Um, And, oh, my God, this guy. Let's just say toxic masculinity one oh fucking one. So this guy, so I'm actually buying it from this woman beautiful woman yeah she's probably like late 30s beautiful woman um her husband comes in oh yeah taking the table are you and i'm like yeah so he's he's a quote-unquote mariner he tells us he's a mariner <laughs> what the fuck is a mariner <laughs> you can't say as your occupation an occupation from 500 years ago <laughs> like that's what he said a mariner is not a thing that's what he said mum said it's a romanticized version of like a boat person yeah, he's a fucking fisherman. It's yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Well, he said a mariner. Anyway, so he like, we think he's just coming in to say hi. But he, she lost, she ha- you have to have this Allen's key to, because you can take the um, furniture apart. And she's trying to find the Allen's key. She was like, it was just here. And he goes, oh, you're a bit of ding dong, aren't you? And then oh, so yeah. as soon as I was like, Already yeah, insulting this is the wife. guy. This is the kind of guy we're dealing with. Yeah. He, I look at his feet. He has long toenails and they're like yellow yeah he's an indiscriminate age because he's a mariner quote-unquote mariner he's he's seen a few winters let's just say he's he's seen his face is completely blown off it's weathered it's weathered and and does he have it's windburn city now here's a question for you does he have the red swollen face oh yeah of a man used to a drink yeah, look, hard to tell. He definitely doesn't look like he looks after himself. Yeah. But in a way, he does. He's got the, he's got that typical tradie thing where like they're short and squat, but they're like you can tell that they're like they they're very active. So yeah. like he's got a bit of a belly, but he keeps it off by all his work. He's marining. Um, yeah. Now, <laughs> um, did he have facial hair? No, he was like, I can't say the name, but um, I can't, I won't say it. But he. He wasn't like a tradie, like... Uh, like a teacher of... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know exactly. So, so in but short... But not... But he was an intellectual. If he guy. wasn't so repulsive, you would have been attracted to no. him. Oh, no. Oh, really? He's because this is usually attraction. your type. No. No, it's never been my type. No, this guy was horrific. Yeah. This guy was horrific. He was probably like indiscriminate age, but I would have a guess at about late 40s, early 50s. Could even be 60. Who knows? Yeah. But he was very... He was weathered. Okay. And his toenails were disgusting. He was wearing yeah. the thongs, you know, those disgusting thongs. Yeah. Um, 
and he and so he kept he was doing comments and then it got to the point where I'm like yeah cool I'll take it so he gets it the whole table and yeah and like puts it it over his head walks out and I was like oh thank you and then it's like I thought they were gonna leave us to tie it all up on on the ute. Yeah. Mum's got all, you know what mum's like. Mum's got all the tie things, whatever the fuck they're called. But he can't leave you to do it because that threatens his masculinity. Exactly. Yeah. So he starts to being the rescuer. It yeah. takes about 45 minutes to tie this fucking thing. Because he's dumb as a donor. Because, no, because he's like, oh, oh. He's like, he said to mum, he goes, oh, this rope. Oh, this is pretty good. You got some good rope. And then he like was tying, he started tying it and like because they've ca- taken such good care of this set and it's from the 1960s, quite a good designer, mind you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm proud of it, as you can hear. Yeah. Um, they were like, everything had to be put cardboard on every single thing. So the rope couldn't be on the thing. And they were like so particular. And mum just like hang back and then I, and because this guy was taking over, you know what they're like. Yeah. They take over, they have to. They're peacocking. Swinging they have to show up. Swinging his dick around into every Swinging nook and cranny. his dick. And then his wife was helping him. And they go, oh, that's uh, that was a good job, honey. Uh, not. Uh, uh, uh. And it was so awkward. And I could tell mum was just like, uh, like, what the fuck? Anyway, we fight. Like, literally, it took so long because every single bit had to have cardboard on it. And mum was like, oh, my God. We finally get into the car. And I, like, go, oh, it's hot. Like, you know how you just say something because they're still kind of there? You just yeah. say something because you can't say anything yet. And I was like, oh, it's a bit hot. And she goes, yeah, I'm a bit something. And then she's like, let's get out of here. And then we went and she goes, that is the worst kind of man. The worst, worst kind of man. Really? And I was like, do you reckon he's gone into the house like, and started wanking over that experience because he got <laughs> to like show off? And she's yeah. like, no. His dick probably doesn't even work anymore. <laughs> 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 that That's like, but he just has to have... That to him is like the ultimate to show his quote unquote strength and his masculinity and that he can do it better than the. And then he goes, Oh, who's driving? And I said, Me. And he's like, Oh, he's like, Oh, be careful. Like, it was just so. He, he was toxic masculinity 101. And then his wife was so beautiful. She was so good looking. She was so sweet. It's like, How did he get her? Like, it was so disgusting. But what? Didn't you say she was in her mid 30s? Yeah. So isn't he like thirty years old? No, no, no. He was like, no. She was maybe she was like late thirties, but she was like preserved. Yeah. And then he was like, and he was no preservative. No <laughs> preservative, and like she was just like ah, laughing at him, but he was so derogatory to her, so disrespectful, and just like took over, like just completely took over. He was just, and we just sat, we just stood there, just watching him tying this stuff up, and like, oh. Yeah, I'm a mariner. Oh, look at these knots. <laughs> like, he literally was like that. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, look at that. Oh, that's not going to go in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And mum was just like, what the fuck? And then, like, but it, like it was good because we didn't have to do anything. But it was just hilarious watching this guy just swing his dick left, yeah. right and centre around the ute. Yeah. Do you think that, do you think that, that lady has, like, a, a rough life? No, because him? they live in – they're Rockingham rich. Yeah. You know the Rockingham rich? No, it's but like I mean like because she has to live with him. Like she thinks that she loves him, but she doesn't. It did strike me as one of those things where people just get married for and then, then that's just their lives and there's like no connection. Like, no, I don't know. Like it was weird. It was like, what is she? Maybe he's like, I don't know. Maybe there's something good to him. Like maybe he's, he, no, I can't think of anything. He had a he's big boat in front of. 
Yeah, he's of, got a boat. He's got a huge boat. They've got a pool out the back. Yeah. Like, they were typical, my mum was like, typical, like, working class people that could afford, like, Rockingham, they can have live a really good life. Like, yeah. they've got a pool, they've got a big backyard, they've got a nice house, they're near the ocean. Um, but, like, yeah, it was really weird. And he goes, you know, you're getting a good deal with this table, eh? It's worth $3,000. Yeah. You won't get any better. And then you got to talk. He's one of those guys that like, he keeps you in the conversation when you don't want to. You got to be like, yeah, it's, it's and, great. And you have to keep laughing. And I was just like, huh. Um, but another mon- funny thing, mum's fucking hilarious. Do you know, she's so funny. So she was telling me like just about, because she, she was just telling me about work and like that she was, she gets annoyed with people. And she said, <laughs> this is just so hilarious. She goes, I am just getting so annoyed at people because they just they leave everything dirty i had to tell someone off the other day and she goes and one thing that really annoys me is i have a toasted sandwich every single day and we have a toaster at work a toasty and i always have to i always have to clean it because it's disgusting so i i told we have a we have a whatsapp a work um a whatsapp for work whatsapp chat i said in the whatsapp that if people leave crumbs in the toaster i'm gonna die and i said mum what I said that I'm celiac and if there's a crumb in the toaster, I'm going to die. <laughs> and I said, mum, one, you're not confirmed celiac. Yeah. And two, that's so dramatic to say to your work friends that you're going to die if there's one little bit of crumb in there. <laughs> yeah. Mum loves just picking up an identity and running with it. <laughs> Do you remember when she was like, <laughs> she'd like, as she'd be like eating a steak sanger, she'd go, yeah, I've been a vegan now for, for a couple of years. It's like you got, mum, you can't say you're a vegan while you're eating a steak. And she was like, I can do whatever I want. Thank you. <laughs> well, now she's celiac. And apparently I know a lot of celiacs and they don't say in WhatsApp chats that they're going to die if there's one <laughs> crumb. Yeah, I don't think having celiac is life-threatening to that degree. Well, like, apparently it is. <laughs> I think it is really bad for some people to have like one crumb. But, like, if it's that bad, don't use a ch- hoaster. Yeah, Like, yeah, I just can't imagine hoster. what her work friends are thinking about if they're thinking, like, what is this crazy bitch? Yeah. Like... Yeah. Um, i got to tell you something about Rachel. Well, I'm glad that you're putting something into this podcast. I feel <laughs> like really, I'm carrying the whole thing. That really <laughs> crowned my gears. You know when you try to... Do, Rachel annoys me, this thing. Is, like... This is what I think your partner needs to do. If you fish for a compliment... Because they're your partner. It's their job to just give you the compliment. She'll never give me the compliment. So I see, I'm like, she listens to the podcast and I'm like, do you like the podcast? She's like, yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, but then it instantly starts like criticizing it. Doesn't say any positive points. Starts criticizing it. What so she's she like, say? she's like, oh, she listened to episode 75 mm. and she was like, oh, you and Naomi are like kind of going at a different pace. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, I don't know how to fix that. Just what does do, that like, mean? What do you mean? We're both on different I think paces. like I was talking too slow and you were talking too fast or something. Well, we're definitely doing that today. I, there's um, no rhythm. There's no rhythm? One. Nah, it's... Look, I'll let the listeners be the judge, but... I think this is a good one. I feel like I've been carrying, working my ass off. You haven't been carrying shit. I've been carrying, sweetheart. Um, yeah, so, but then she listened to the last one and she was like... Um, we were on crack the last time. Yeah, she was like... She, I said, oh, do you think like... I was like really insecure. I was like, oh, do you think I have like good things to say? Like, am I like, am I, like smart or something? She was like, yeah, you're wise. Um, Did you say I'm, am I smart? Yeah. 
Um, but then she thought about you. She was like, but you know, Omi, she's just a great speaker. Like <gasps> when Omi talks, it's like a TED talk. <gasps> oh my God. When you talk, it's just like someone just talking about something. <laughs> when Omi talks. <laughs> Did she really say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. love her. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a bit annoyed about that. Really? Yeah. Well, that's nice of her. I hate, I've been listening. I've, I've got so much, I think the break, I've just become really self-conscious lately. And I, you know, I trained myself. With the podcast, like uh, quite a people, people ask me, "Oh, I could never do a podcast because I would I hate the sound of my own voice." And I always think, "Yeah, everyone says that. Like everyone thinks that their voice is shit. Like it's just one of those human elements, like the way of living." And then I feel like I used to think that, but I trained myself out of it because we had to listen back to edit the podcast. Um, but also because I did, I used to do a lot of, I used to, I was wanted to be a journalist before, and I was working at a magazine and I did freelance writing and stuff so I had to record conversations and listen to them so I and transcribe and it took ages and I'd rewind and have to listen to that bit again so I got really used to my own voice so I completely got over that like it just wasn't even an issue I didn't even listen to my voice and go ill but I think because we had that break I was listening to myself again and I was like oh all of the idiosyncrasies that I was self-conscious about have come back yeah, and you're I'm not critiquing. <laughs> fuck off. I've been critiquing myself. And so now I'm self editing. Yeah. I'm like, stop saying, I said it again, like, stop saying like, it makes you sound stupid. Stop saying um, it's fucking amateur. And that's what the truth about it is. I think it's, it's not like we did a podcast because we like the sound of our voices. It's because, like, we wanted to do a podcast enough that we just kind of just pushed through anyway. Mm. It's not like we ever actually like think that we're any good at it. We just get used to not like used to doubting ourselves that it doesn't really have the same effect anymore. Yeah, it just you just kind of get used to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely. Have you checked the email by the way? No. I wonder if we've got any emails. <sighs> I doubt it. Um, should we wrap this there up? Is <laughs> it's really <laughs> d- It's really died on the yeah. legs, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got some exciting... I've actually been doing some uh, work for the resentment list. I've got some great segments coming up. Yeah, um, great. And I've got some guests at the works. I'm getting someone to buy... A, someone, one of our uh, listeners moved to Hobart and she wants to buy a microphone to do a three-way yeah. with us. Uh, so, we've got that coming up. And we're also kind of seemingly recording every fortnight. Yeah, it's been pretty good. So we're going to keep doing that, see how it goes. If you've got any critiques or any resentments, if you don't want to email us, you can just message us at the resentment list on Facebook or Instagram. Chuck us a review on podcasts or wherever you have your podcast. Support the pod. Give us – well, it's not really even – we don't really give a shit. It just gives us good feels. Okay, well, have a great week, fortnight. I feel really awkward. Yeah, you are. Bye. Bye.